Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the most well-known sports radio icon in St. Louis. The show that begs you to answer the question, can I ever be this good? It's time for the Charlie Tuna Show. Presented by Ameren, Illinois on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
How you doing tonight? <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you what. Life is nothing but a hiccup. Hiccup. All right. Welcome to the Charlie Tuna Show on a Thursday night. Dr. Rick Lehman will be with us a little bit later. Lots to talk about. How you doing, Matt? Sunshine and happy to be here. That's right. Another day above ground, as baby always say. Tom? Hello, Charlie. Life is a bowl of cherries. It is. Hello, Dean St. Martin. Louis. Dean Martin. Joe Davis. <laughs> Life is pretty good. Yeah, you got to worry good. about that. It's nice outside, so I'm happy. Joe, I'm giving you a look. <laughs> oh, Jack, I didn't give you any music, did I? No, no, I didn't. I'll do it. I didn't, no, please. You tried to do it last night. I wanted to, but I guess you text in music, huh? No. Uh-huh. Joe knows the music. Yeah, I think that music. Joe knows the music. He knows how to play that crap. Uh-huh. What crap? It's, it's good music, but it's not good for this show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I don't know what I do is good here, Joe. You show up, don't you? You show up on time, Tom. That's oh, my right. goodness. Folks, we had a little, we had a little quick meeting. But that's, do Johnny first. Don't air the dirty line. Do Johnny first. Um, Your show at music is good, but not for my show. Okay. Not for my advertisers. I got you. I'm just, this is the way it is. It's kind of the same music. All right. No, it ain't the same. <laughs> no, <it> ain't. <laughs> Let's go. Your taste of music ain't nothing like mine. All right, folks. Having a good time today. Uh, the big story around sports real is the resignation of Coach Jay Benson from Villanova. Mm. I want to go around the table and get everybody's comments. Because we're seeing now some of the top coaches around the country resigning. Mm-hmm. I got an appetizer and a reason for it. No one would say, no one in this city would say what I'm getting ready to say. What's your take on this? Seriously. On why he retired? Yeah. It's a great question. I It could be NIL and the transfer portal. A lot of those old school coaches, they no longer have control. The players now have more control than what they do. They don't know how to adjust. They don't want to do it, so they're like, I'm out of here. That, that that might be what a lot of it is. That's a strong comment. I like that. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I can't think. He's he's 60 years old. Who knew that? He's a young-looking right. 60. Mm-hmm. He still could coach another 10 years if he wanted to. He's successful. Yeah. Uh, what mm-hmm. does a 60-year-old, 50-year-old, 40-year-old white man have in common with some of these basketball players that are coming in to these major universities with this NIL money now? Just, we got to figure it out. Both of, you, both of you guys are making Good tremendous points. points. But that's that's the big thing. What what do you have in common? It used to be you want to see somebody that looks like you, or when, way back. When in was the, that? No, no. It, it, when was that in college basketball and football? No, thirty, forty years ago. In in as far as hiring people, not on the. Uh, I'm talking about as far as hiring people. We ain't talking about that. I'm talking where no. the coach. Where do you think the coaches are leaving? The people that were hiring these coaches. Are all Q-tip guys that run these universities now? Same guys running it now. But now they're finding out that it's going to be a little bit more difficult for these coaches with the NIL and with the transfer portal. They have to find somebody that's got some common ground with these young kids, especially these young black kids that are coming into these universities. Your question is right, but it's totally wrong. Okay, I'm like Stephen Smith, (laughs) but totally. You're telling me it was wrong. Let's hear what you got to say down there. At at the top, Joe, I'm gonna get your take. Well, yeah, at first, at first, when I first heard it, I thought I was thinking about the NIL situation and the transfer portal. But then when I started thinking about it a little bit more, he did just coach the Olympic team. Hmm. Maybe he wants to try the NBA. What else does he have to do? And what did it? I say last he's night? That, he's that one college coach that, you know, he has that personality. Did he you ever totally said after the NBA? Uh, and the player said, I will never play for him. And he also said, I don't want to coach those yeah, guys. Yeah, he did say that. He said, I don't want to coach them. Most pro different. coaches don't want to mess with no pro player. No, yeah, no, because they make more money than you do. Yeah, and yeah. you can't tell them what to do. Jay Wright could handle that. He you could. Think? 
Yeah, I think so. Maybe. But yes, sir, he has that personality. That, so he did say he, he hated He hated coaching, coaching these guys. Billy Donovan was a, has been a better NBA coach than I thought he was yes, going to be. Yes, I'll, exactly. I'll be honest with that. Exactly. He learned the hard work. He did. And, I mean, who was it? Carrie um, Kettles this morning when I was listening to, to, to uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. He said, he's going to, he goes, he goes, he's going to the Lakers. And I'm like, really? I mean, I said that last <laughs> night. I, I can't see that happening. I think I you're, that. I you think you're right, what, but you never know. Never say right. never. What college hey, coach has made the leap from the college ranks to the NBA and really been a success? Larry as, Brown, as far as winning, Billy, 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 he was Billy, kind of a vagabond. There's been a lot of yeah, yeah, been There's a lot of them. We have to look at Even Brad Stevens was decent. We have to look at Brad Stevens. Okay, but I'm, I'm asking you. Okay, well, who's not making blanket statements? No, you just you made a blanket statement. No, no, no. You go, there's been a lot. You who are they? Tell you research. Tell me who they are. Because I've researched them today, and I'm going to bring out I want to tell you. Okay. Stop making blanket statements. Give me one. Well, they just named you three. Who? This is my take on why the coaches are leaving, and it has to do with race. Larry Brown started black the pros, people, by the way. Black people, kids, and parents are starting to take over college sports mm-hmm. because the NIL. And you, both of you guys at the same point. Now, when I say now, if I say it, I'm called a racist. <laughs> I know people that, that he's a racist because I mentioned it today with a couple people at a meeting. They said, mm-hmm. "Man, that's racist, Charlie." Came say, it's the truth. These coaches, I'm not doing this crap. I'm not in control no more. Yeah, th- that's what a lot of it is. They're not control. Control. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'll use that word. As it. much as uh, <laughs> as a control freak as Nick Saban is, I'm a little surprised he's kind of stuck around, but. You know, he seems to be adjusting to it pretty well. Because it doesn't well affect him. So they, don't affect, the best they, don't the they don't affect them. They don't affect them. They don't affect them. Because this kid is going to get there. He's, he, yeah, but if they've been getting it under, first of all, they've been, they been getting it under the table anyway. Oh, sure, oh, wow, they yeah. have. But I'm just saying that when you're, a, when you're a control freak and you start to lose that control, you're not going to like it. The top agent in the country told me the exact same thing I said today. Control. He said, control. Absolutely, it's control. I, I he said, these coaches are going to dry up. He said, even the black coaches know they're going to get hired now because that's all they're going to have. Yeah, in the recruit. next 10 years, it's going to be a lot of more black coaches. Do you think it's that or do you think maybe it's an age thing too? No. you think it's more of a color thing? No. Uh, well, uh, or race when, when you say age, what are you talking about? The total NIL? No, I'm talking about like, okay, like with, relating to the younger players in yeah. the NIL, the transfer portal. Maybe no. it's going to take some with a younger, well, a younger thinking. Yeah, young, yeah Hamilton's the whole. Yeah, that's true. He's the oldest coach. He's 70. Because Barry Switzer told me this long ago, sometimes the young kids love being with you. They don't like being with the young predator pre- as a coach. Well, how much can you really teach them? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to teach them? <laughs> you ten years well, old. They want to. They want to coach. I mean, that's a that has done something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they no, I, 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 I totally something. get that. But mm-hmm. I mean, like as far as relatability goes, well, then, maybe someone. Well, first of all, you're not supposed to be relating to your you coach. Don't to, you don't Danger talk your to friend. the head coach. Danger that much. friend. Yeah. Sure, I get Danger that. Danger friend. Yeah. Well, if he drives a Mercedes Benz, this is what George. This is what. This is what matters more than anything. Tom Landry. Got it together years ago. He said, "Man, ain't they friend? I understand. But that. times are changing. But yeah, that part ain't changed. Sometimes mm-hmm. these players, sometimes these players, they're like, look, man, we're saying one thing, and he's hearing something else.' Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. That's, that's, what, that's, that's like a complete control. Yeah. Exactly. That's a complete and total language barrier. But players are in control. That's what it is. Black it's all players. Control. Absolutely. About time. Black. About time. In the job. About time. This what is the NCAA's fault. Show me the money. I'm glad it's coming down. Show me the money. I heard your show today, and you can't come in. Frank today was down there pleading, begging. Oh, my God. Him and Bob Ramsey. And Bob Ramsey and I had a long conversation yesterday. Bob said, I agree with you again. 
He said, you're right. That's what's coming to it. And I predicted this how many times in this show before any you, before Joe even started. I, most 10, 12 years ago, I predicted this was happening. What's that? And, but the kids were going to take over. Oh. And they're going to start going back to black colleges also. The NIL money is fine, yeah, I think. Be. The transfer portal is really the big snafu right now. Uh, nah. Nah. For the, the for the universities and the coaches, nah, nah, nah. coaches leave whenever they want. Well, yeah, I know, I understand right, that. Right, I understand. Transfer reporter out there, they don't even know. Because well, coaches can go when they want to go. Mm-hmm. It's the NIL. You got a coaches can live. Uh, see it gone. But you got a kid that, from the from the east side of the river who played for three different universities in in four years. Yeah. And and is at his third right now at Kansas State. See, played man, for Illinois. What, played for Mizzou. Know, this is what white coaches would tell you. It's a transfer reporter. I understand that. But white coat people say, mm-hmm. hey, you should be black able folk, to transfer. Folk, but find a way to keep them there. But maybe there. sit out find a year. Find a way to keep them there. Then all of a sudden, yesterday, St. Louis University now, we got a program now. Down we got an NIL program. NIL program. Mm-hmm. A little late. A little, little late. Day late, I said. Day Our late in a few thousand short. changing in college sports. Yeah, it is. I'm the boss. What you got for me? They should have had a mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. for Yuri Collins when the season was almost over. Yuri Here's a check from here. Here's a gift card to go to Snooks. Here's a gift card to go to your mother and father to work out. Oh, here's some plane tickets for you to fly out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten years ago, two years ago, that was illegal. Yeah. Now it's okay. Well, now, yeah, now it's all in the open. Barry Swinson talked about this on the show many years ago. What's this book he has out? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Bootlegger son. Bootlegger son. Yeah, bootlegger son. He got it, yeah. in trouble for a kid. That needed his tooth pulled. Yeah. And he couldn't go to university. Yeah. He had to go somewhere else. He got in trouble. Mm-hmm. He got in trouble because the kid didn't have clothes to go to his mother's funeral. Yeah. That's in the book. We talked about this off the air before the show last mm-hmm. night about players that. I remember that kid's name. His name was, I think it was Chris Wallace. He was a basketball player for Auburn. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. He accepted money for, so his mother wouldn't get kicked out of her apartment. Right. <laughs> Gone. Gone. You can't Don, do that. Don, uh, Donnie Edwards, who was a linebacker That's for the crazy. Chiefs. For linebacker for the Chiefs and the Chargers when he was a linebacker for UCLA, accepted a bag of groceries. Well, Tuna, remember? But the one guy, yeah. Roger Craig, here's the guy that oh, almost. Yeah. Roger Craig goes to Nebraska. Yeah. They take care of him and his family under the table. Mm-hmm. So, what does he do when he graduates? He stitches on the unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, See, that's, that's the bad. problem. That's you the got. Bad, yeah. Black guy, black kid, they took care of his whole family. Yeah, that's bad. And they got paid to snitch. You remember the Mizzou thing, PJ Mays. Bob Sunvold got in the hot water when he gave money to fly home for a funeral. Yeah. That was a bad thing. And then yeah, Missouri got investigated because of that. So, they did well, some other well, things, too. Yeah, but it's, all, I mean, like, that's but all, it's, it's all over now. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. over now. They can do what they want. They you can cannot, money. Buy, according to the NCAA rules, you cannot 
in the rule book right uh, now, mm-hmm. you cannot buy a kid a ham sandwich. No, nope. you can't. Nothing. Nothing. The NCAA is grouping around. End up NCAA. All these black groups are coming around. They know what time it is. Times are changing. These black kids are uncomfortable. They're the head coach. Mm-hmm. So hey, he, Vincent saw that. I knew. You knew he was going to be. It's because he's not the last one. I don't know. That's why Coach K got up out of here, too. But no one said that today, did they? All so, day long. No. no. no, no. So do right. you think with basketball players, now they're getting NIL money, you think that may keep them in college longer, or do you think there's still going to be a lot of one and dones? No, I think it'll keep them in college longer. But I think you think they so? Could, I think they could. Uh, the NCAA mm-hmm. now and the government, the Congress is going to get involved now. Well, sure. Because if, so if you're getting money and it's not taxed, they're not going to like that. No. They don't get it. Especially if you're black people. No, yeah, they well, are. Well, yeah. Especially if you're black people. They're going to really up. get it. Pay up. Yeah. It's not, okay, we'll, we'll get, right now, as we talk, they're talking about this like they did Obama when he was elected. They're doing this right now. Congress and the NCAA, what can we do to stop this, this hayride? We had to Remember when Obama, Obama got elected? Sure. When those guys got behind those yeah, crazy secret door. meetings? So, stop yeah, everything get, we, he did. We stop everything. Oh, okay. I'm not, this from Wisconsin. I was trying to figure, trying to where you were going. Down yeah, the water gate. I understand where you're going now. Yeah. You remember that. I know. I remember very vividly why when yeah. that wall went down. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the, the long-term effects is going to have on college sports. If it's going to be good or bad, I guess we'll find out. Well, Ed O'Bannon warned him. Yeah. Try to give him the... It was so bad with Ed O'Bannon. Right. It Ed is their own fault. Ed O'Bannon lost. You remember the first hearing, Ed O'Bannon lost. He did. But guess who had to pay his legal fees? The NCAA. Mm-hmm. So when when he lost, the NCAA had to pay the legal fees. I said, something else coming. Yeah, Here's the guy. Was it Greg Anthony? Somebody with, with UNLV. Was it Greg Anthony? Had a sporting goods store. Yes, yeah, Greg, Greg Anthony. Greg Anthony, mm-hmm. yeah. NCAA came down on him. He was selling T-shirts. Selling T-shirts. And the sporting goods. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't do that. Put the names on there or anything or likeness back then. Yeah, it was, so. it was more than that. He was selling selling T-shirts. He was selling them without names on them. Yeah, he was just, just selling them. Yeah. yeah, he was just working. That's working. That's it. Trying so. to make a living because you don't have enough money right. to go out. No. So yeah, you can't have a, you couldn't have a job, but you can't have a job as an NCAA athlete. Part of it. No, you can't. That's crazy. You can have a little job. In the summer. A little job. I said, if you, the construction companies were the best jobs for the athletes. Yeah. Sure, football players. Yeah, you'd go out there and you know, you know, work sweat, carry lumber, and then they cut players. Wait, wait a minute, now, man. Hey. <laughs> Not anymore. Can I go do, work out too. Do, right? yeah, doing, doing labor work. That's about it. So, this is the first time in the history of college sports, football and basketball, because it's going to translate to other sports too. Yeah, track and field is going to be next. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a big one because yeah. they got, they're dominated by big money by. Uh, uh, Black Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what the foreigners are going to do. When I say foreigners, I'm not trying to downtrodden people from Jamaica, Nigeria, and with places like that. What's going to happen? Be to sell. But if you listen to the tone of the black players on TV, they're all toning into the same thing. But black people on TV and things like that are afraid to say. Some of them are afraid to say the thing, except for Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, well, he's Tim sometimes. Yeah, too, then he talk, and then he gets talking yeah, yeah, yeah. boogie woogie too. He talks on both sides of his mouth every now and then. <laughs> so, like, what are so you talking about? That's the problem. Oh. You're not going to hear about the plight of black people on TV or cable. Not regularly. No, because the, the guys that are on TV are afraid of their jobs. Well, There's not one person afraid of their job on TV if they go black. <laughs> afraid like they'll lose their jobs? Oh, right. Gonna, it's going to be an email. See, it's going to be a something. White people can be white. 
But how, black people can't be black. How can I? I'm, how am I white? White people can't be can can be white on TV. Okay. But black people cannot be totally right. black on TV. Or on they the gotta radio. be black white. Or on the radio. Yeah, on the radio. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a group here. There you go I said again. Charlie. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. Well, we want. I want to get. This is the topic we're talking about tonight. Is a slop topic. Um, a little bit. Annie Strickland was one of the be- best advertisers in the city of St. Louis the other night. Too bad he can't come in here on a weeknight one night and hit it up mm-hmm. with us. He's busy. I know hey, he is. That's TV. I know. Um, he's a busy man. And he said one of the top advertisers in the city of Uh-oh. St. Louis said the other day, what happened to the slot? He <laughs> <laughs> was at a hockey game the other night. He no, said, he what to happened game. to the slot? What is going on? I got to send that guy a text. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This was two nights ago. He started applying a little believe. pressure here. Get ready, and Joe. And the reason why is <laughs> his son was on the ice playing. You guess who it was. We'll take a quick time out. Brought you. Oh, we got a, you get that thing about the new Snooks ass? It's the same. What? The same. Just emphasize the uh, Roar program. Okay. This is Johnny Taylor, Blues Whaler. Left leg, they call him. What do you say, brother? Woo! We brought to you by Snooks Friendly Stores in Town. To the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Amarin, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm Charlie Tuna, Matt Berger, Tom Wiley, Joe Davis is here. Last night I couldn't be here, folks. I, was, I couldn't hardly walk. I had a bad back. That's what happens when you don't go to Victory Men's Help and try to make love. All right? <laughs> go ahead, Valdez. Uh, I hope you back this better, Tuna. Hey, fellas. Hey, hey Valdez. First thing I'd like to say is... Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about uh, another Oakland. We lost another Oakland Raider there, Matt. Yeah, the Mad Bomber, a real Raider. Yeah, yeah, real Raider, real Raider. He can Raider. Yep. Oh man, but uh, hey, that's the way it goes. But I really enjoy watching him play. You know, so he was something. That that arm was just incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah, Jonah, I didn't. Jonah, I didn't get. Uh, maybe you said it, but every year you give a. Uh, draft prospect to look out for. So 
Um, I didn't hear it if you gave it out. Have you got it? I got two guys, and they're, they're very obvious. One, Two of them are obvious. I'm going to get one that's not obvious next week. The two obvious okay. guys is uh, Gardner, the guy from Cincinnati. The corner? Saul yeah. Saul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what. Best player in the I draft. forgot I his name. The best guy as a wide receiver, and people won't get it, is that kid from USC. Oh, Drake London? You think Drake London? Yes, you think so? I don't. Oh, the, I think he's good. The draft. I think he's the, good. The draft. I, I don't think you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, because you know, don't you can't talk. Because you know how you <laughs> oh, are. Oh, my. You, or, you thought Cordell Patterson was going to be the greatest receiver. But guess what? He's a good running back. But he's still in the league. <laughs> yeah. You know, still playing. But there's another wide receiver. You may not like the guy at USC, but the scouts love him. I didn't say I didn't like him. I just didn't think he was the best. You know, to me, I think Jameson Williams is the best wide receiver in this class. To me, you're right. To Cameron. me, well, he is. But the, some of the teams are going to drop down because of his injury. Yeah. I, but mm-hmm. uh, I tell okay. you what, to me, he is the best wide receiver. You're hey, right. Did you just say? Did you just say your caller was right? I want to make sure you got this on tape. Now, I don't want I don't want to erase this tape erase. Save that, I want John. to make no, sure no. you said it. Yeah. It'll disappear. <laughs> it's already gone. Well, it's well. already erased. Okay. <laughs> hey, and the last thing I got is, uh, last night, your fellas, they did a great job talking about the upcoming uh, draft class, especially the edge rushers. And, Joe, I would, and I heard what you said about the, um, the pass rushers. My thing is, I look at Jermaine Johnson, and I think you said you don't have that dynamic pass rush. I've been watching Jermaine Johnson, the kid from Florida State, mm-hmm. and this kid was just – I mean, watch him bend. I think the kid can bend. I think he's got power. I think you can play him to the inside. I think, in my opinion, the best edge rusher in this class is Trevon Walker from Georgia Tom's, Tom's school. Yeah, his, his boy's down there. But I'd be happy. You know what? I'd be happy to have at least four or five players from Georgia, man. I think I could, I, I could be real happy on draft day with that squad. But anyway, hey, I'll hang up and listen. Y'all have a great night. Thanks, Valdez. The best edge rushers. Hmm. It's tough. Huh? This year. It is tough. tough this year. I just got a, I just got a text from some old boy about the slot. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the <laughs> best edge rusher. Russia, I've seen this season is the kid from Oregon, Thibodeau. Thibodeau, yeah. he's I mean, he it athletically just, just haven't seen him in a year. It feels like it's hard. Yeah. It does. It's, it's, it feels it's weird. been forever since yeah, you've seen him. Like, I mean, athletically, man, he mm-hmm. is. But yeah, you're right. He's, he's so something good. else. That's why you didn't see him because he never had to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll probably go top five. Oh yeah. Yeah, he should. That corner, that corner from Cincinnati, though, he's probably the best player in the draft. That, he's so good. <laughs> What's the sauce garden? Sauce garden, yeah. yeah he's by the something way, else. By the Woo. way, folks, as we talk, I haven't gotten four texts from people say, well, what about the slop? Well, they need to text in tomorrow. Those people. Not people just to, yeah, yeah, text, text in, tomorrow. in tomorrow. Here, ladies and gentlemen, 188-282-8255. Call, text in tomorrow. I can't do it. Like you said, can't if, do people call me, yes. if people call me because I don't like a host, well, call Kevin Slayton up and talk to him right. himself. Yeah, that's right. I, I we heard about you, that the other day. I can't tell you about getting your ass handed to you, but call him up. <laughs> the slop, I'm, I, and I'll say this. I know I was on the slop. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've had people, matter of fact, a GM from another station say they missed the slot. I've had announcers from other radio stations, they don't have sports. They listen to the slop. And one guy told me, this honest guy, Trump, mm. Sunday I met Bricktop, having my brunch. I go there every Sunday. So I get ready to pay my bill. This general manager bought my brunch. Your brunch? She nice. said, what is the hell? He said, oh. I'm going to tell you something. He said, you guys may go off, but I learned something when you guys talk mm-hmm. slop. Charlie, I learned something from you. I learned something from Andy. I didn't know. Oh. And this is a, you, you, you're being critical of something. And I understand why the slop went away. It was taken down by two black guys. In the heat of the moment. I know that. I'm not going to say their name. But that's a shame that people would do that. But keep yourself posted. But it's a shame. And, Tom, I know you and Matt listen religiously. I did. I, I did. Yeah, it was I no, would be not, not because we worked together. No, no, no. No, I always did. I would be in, you know, driving in downtown Chicago, and I'd, I'd set my alarm. I'm like, okay, because I didn't listen. I don't listen to much other stuff here on this station, but I would set my alarm on my phone so it would key me in, yeah. and I would go to the app. Make it drive would, better. And, and I would listen to that hour from 10 to 11, and it was, it was, yeah, it would make my drive downtown Chicago a little bit less hectic. I'll we used to be on two hours, by the way. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. too. But we'll see. I'm sure I'm sure the outpouring of people complaining or, or voicing their opinions about not hearing it anymore is is uh, coming in twofold to the station. If Tom Brady can come back, still can the slop. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and Tom Brady, we know why he came back. <laughs> Bye, Coach. Yeah. Uh, NBA, real, real quick. No. Booker from Melbourne Booker is out. Is that two or three weeks? Oh, that's going to hurt them. Is it three weeks? Two to three weeks. Two to three. Okay. Grade one hamstring strain. That's going to hurt them. The the other big story. Big time. Did you see this on the video? Mike Tyson punching the guy on the plane? Yes, I did. Wow. Why would a guy. I have no idea. He was crazy to even entice Mike Tyson. Why would you bother somebody? He beat him up. He hit him. He had marks on his face. You know what a guy does it? To get money. Of course. He ain't going to get nobody now. You don't think so? Well, no, I don't think so. There's, Mike I, get the right attorney. He ain't getting the right I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people say that Mike Tyson did the right thing. And they yeah, say the dang. guy was drunk, don't too. Matter. Yeah, so. that, too. Don't matter. So they, the airlines at fault for giving him too much booze. There That's you right. go. Mike Tyson should, That's should, why should, win. Tyson should, uh, should sue the airline for yeah. having, getting that guy drunk. That's right. Remember when Charles Barkley threw the guy through the window? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the guy didn't get any money. Oh, well. What, maybe right. what did Barkley say when the, if the judge asked him if he had any regrets? And Barkley said, uh, yeah, my regrets, we weren't higher up in the building. <laughs> I remember when Barkley's the best. two wrestlers beat up five cops up in Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. they didn't get in trouble. No. If you're so, agitated, 
And I talk to an attorney to see what happens. Of course. No, you'll see. Because I don't say nothing like that. But he, man, he puts some haymakers on that dude. Oh, over like, the top did you see him when he looked at him? He had three scratches on him. Yeah. yeah. Dumbest man in America, I said. Right. And Mike Tyson probably barely even threw punches. Who was the guy? Well, he, I like, seen it. he probably didn't even throw him that hard. Yeah, he over the top of a room. Yeah. Though, like, who was the guy before that pulled a gun on him? Yeah, at a comedy club. Comedy yeah. club. Pulled a Crazy. gun on Tyson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that him. just happened recently. Yeah. People just leave Mike Tyson alone. Seriously. He's not hurting him. Well, what you got to do is now you have to travel. I don't care if you're a little big time, little time. You almost got to have a bodyguard yeah. with you now. If you're Some a celebrity, kind of, yeah, you do. People I get people want to fight me. People are crazy. We had when we had Q on last night. He was talking about people. How was Q? Good. Q, Q was yeah, crazy. Yeah, Q, Q was talking about like it was a Francis Ford Coppola. His people would come in the day before. Snyder, Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder, owner of the Redskins. His mm. people would come in before and check out the restaurant. Survey sure Napoli. Okay. Yeah. Look and at the then, exits in the bathroom and everything. Yeah, everything. everything. That's yeah. what he said. He said they came to Napoli and they looked over the whole place the day before. Because Snyder was going to have dinner there, and then he came there and had dinner, and he gave Q four tickets to take four of your coworkers to come to the game. Good. So it's just no, no different. Remember the Godfather movie when Michael <laughs> Samuel killed those two sons yeah. of bitches? Yeah. They went in the day before. Put the gun up in the toilet. Put the gun up in the toilet. Yeah. Yep. They had checked it out back in the day. They didn't care. Clemente That's did what that. they do if they yeah, want to. Absolutely. And then the cop came in and patted him down and. Had him sit down. And he oh, he's clean. He's clean. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they know. Uh, <laughs> if you got to go, you got to go. That's right. That became the menacing, the baddest godfather ever lived. That was the biggest trans. That's where Michael Corleone went from the meat guy to the godfather. I don't That's care right. what that movie is on. You it was on every can't night. Stop. You got to watch. You have got to watch. You be you channel surfing and come on. If it's got two hours left, if it's got fifteen minutes left, you're going to you stop watch and it. watch it. Only time I didn't like the movie was when. The little punk brother <laughs> let his father get shot mm-hmm. when he had those oranges. Oh, yeah. And he just oh. started crying like a bitch. <laughs> Fredo? Fredo. Oh, Fredo got his, too. Fredo, Fredo was his Michael driver that him. day. He definitely got his. Yes, he good. did. Michael took He's, care of everybody. He's going out fishing and saying his Hail Mary. And then he bam. took care of everybody. All you could see was uh, the guys talking here, a gunshot. Boom! That was the, but that, that scene, though, where it's at the mother's funeral. Mm-hmm. And Fredo's hugging Michael, and Michael's hugging him, but he looks up at that guy saying, you know what to do. Yeah. Coldest scene in, in movie history, man. That dude, and then, it is so cold. And then when he, uh, his the sister came in, you killed my husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know I would never do you that. Did you kill him? No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to your child. going to make my uh, my godfather or my godson an uh, uh, orphan? Do you think I'm going to do that? Right. That was the most, that was my favorite movie of all time. It's, yeah. it's Al Neary going out there in that boat and putting the bullet mm-hmm. in the front of number two, oh, yeah. My number two movie was just the total opposite. What's that? Jaws. Jaws? <laughs> the original. That's great. Jaws is oh, one of the best movies ever made. I love that movie. And then, number three, the original Alien. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's a good movie. That was too. suspenseful. Yes, it is. That was, that was, I haven't seen that movie in a long, long, long time. But Jaws is almost a perfect movie. Hey, let's take another quick time out. I'm joined by. My comrades, uh, Tom Wally, Matt Berger. Joe, yeah. Joe, you're not going to leave the show. Oh, no, I'm here to stay. No, <laughs> Tom, you I'm check him out now. No, no, I'm, I'm reading Taylor. something. reading something. Some comments. Johnny Taylor, he was at the casino, didn't have any money. He had, he lost all his money, but he had this gal to give him $2. We'll be back. She said, don't feel sorry for me now. Don't feel sorry, honey 
back to the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Welcome back to the show. Now it's the really show. We bring on the six and a half million dollar man. <laughs> we had another five million to it because he was so, because he helped me out so bad yesterday. He was the man. I'll tell you what, he's unbelievable. We added another five Point five million to his uh, contract. He's okay. <laughs> the one and only. Did you get it, Raymond? What's up, Dark? How you guys doing? I'm all, all right. right. How I'm you doing? doing? <laughs> I couldn't walk yesterday. Now I can dance. Uh-oh. I can do everything. <laughs> I can prance. Doctor Rick Lehman, thank you very much, you and my beautiful friend Carla. Oh my goodness, this all happened on the telephone, Doc. I can't. I was so interested in such. We shouldn't say this, but I can't. I was in such a bad shape. <laughs> Doc told me what to do. Doc told me what to do, how to help myself. Then got Carla. Well, Carla, you know, I'm, out. I'm off work, Charlie, until Thursday, but I'm going to help Charlie. Thank you, Dr. Rick. <laughs> no, man, you, you were, uh, you're a friend, and, and I'd do anything to help you. But really, your gal's Carla. I mean, there's, there's something you have on or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll do anything. Most of my women anything. are like that, though, Doc. Oh, I'm boy. telling you. I'm like Count Dracula. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can do it. Dr. Rick, one of the worst words in my language. The uh, Athletic Association came out of whatever it is. Wilburton says that we don't want any Russian players playing in the Olympics. What do you think about that? Well, you know, here's the problem. The problem is there's there's so much uh, going on, you know, politically. And I think that it's obviously not the Russian tennis player's problem, right? I mean, it's in their country. But there has been uh, some issues in the world of tennis where some of the players have said some pretty terrible things against the Ukrainians in matches between Russians and Ukrainians. So, again, the... the you know, the British are pretty much built into this uh, a little bit more than we are. So they're helping Ukrainians more. They're giving them more money. And, you know, it's a little closer to home for them, right? Because Europe's Europe and it's right there. But uh, to say they shouldn't let them play at all, I don't know that that's right. Now, the one thing I will agree upon is that the Russian athletes, especially track athletes, have cheated for, who knows, the last 10 Olympics. And, and and that definitely, they should be barred. I mean, the team should be barred because what they've done is just absolutely full-on cheating. Doctor, we'll jump around tonight uh, again because I, I have fun. We just go around the horn and ask different questions. 
What is this Merdina, Merdina variant that's coming back? I had my doctor the other day say there's another variant coming to the United States soon. Have you heard that? Yeah, so there's supposedly a variant. Um, they've seen it in Great Britain, and they've seen it uh, in Canada, and they're worried that, they're, that we're going to have a new variant. But what we don't know is how bad the variant is, one, you know, how, how aggressive it's going to be. And number two, as you – or maybe you do know, you don't know. It sounds like you know they want to have a vaccine specifically for this variant. Now, again, I look at this as a money grab. I mean, so now they're going to make everybody get vaccinated for a variant that we don't know how much problem it's going to cause, and we don't really know if it's going to take hold in the United States or not. You know, it's been in some other countries, but how bad it's going to be here, we don't know. But they've obviously vaccinated against it. It must have been an easy resolution from what they've had, and now they're recommending uh, what's called a sub-variant uh, vaccine and, and good luck trying to get people to go back to wearing masks yeah. again and, and social distancing <laughs> and, and, and getting an, another booster doc i'm serious i think people are over it they're gonna be like you know what i'm to this point if it kills me it kills me well you know i think the charade that just happened um was ridiculous i mean first of all i think everybody's ready to take the mask off so i can't agree with the cdc saying we're going to go ahead and sue the state of Florida for, you know, rescinding the mask mandate when it's kind of time. And I don't know that that's money well spent. Mm -hmm. Now, if we do have a bad variant, you know, and all of a sudden there's a big outbreak and everybody should put their mask on, you know, we're not going to want to do it, but people will do it. But at this point, I couldn't agree more. I think people are over it. They want to go out. They don't want to wear masks. And like you said perfectly, getting everybody to go get revaccinated, I think that's a strong push uphill. Doc, I was always under the impression that any with this virus or any virus that when there was a variant that 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 means that the virus was getting weaker. Am I under the is that a false? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> the response, well, I mean, am I, am I dumb? Uh, Tommy, you're never dumb. So <laughs> here's the deal. Every, every virus, as it mutates, is going to get weaker. Well, that's not actually true. But most viruses get weaker, and this virus is getting weaker. And the reason is, as they mutate... They, they 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 get less and less strong, you know, almost like a dilution principle. So this virus is going to get progressively weaker as it has. Now, that doesn't mean some variant isn't going to come along that's going to be vaccine-resistant or resitivir-resistant or something, but that's probably not going to happen because viruses are not like bacteria. And so they generally do tend to demote in strength, and I think that's what you're going to see. And I think each variant is going to be less. You think now's going to be a time where people are going to start confusing? Uh, is it allergies or is it COVID that I've got? You think people are going to be start doing that too? I think people, you know, I mean, people are doing that now. Like I said on the air before, I have pro athletes that test positive, and basically what they say is, "Hey, I tested positive. I don't even know I had the test. I feel perfect. I feel a hundred percent. I'm not sick. I don't have a runny nose. Nothing." 
and, you know, now they're telling me I can't play. So based on, you know, what I've seen, I think a lot of people are getting COVID, don't really know it. And, and by same token, some people think they have COVID and probably, like you said, have seasonal allergies. And, you know, right now they're co-mingling co and there's probably about the same symptoms. Doc, with allergies, and they're very prevalent with a lot of people, the first thing people do when they get an allergy is their eyes start burning. Sometimes they'll have water. We hear about patea, whatever I'm pronouncing it right. What about eyes? What do we do? Well, first of all, I, I, there's a few things. I, I, you know, allergies are a big problem if you're a sports guy, right? Spring training starts. Mm -hmm. Guys go out on the field. They're just sneezing, coughing, you know. So you got you got to be on your A game to treat those. And, and, and every spring training this happens. So what do you got to do? Number one, I think you got to rinse your eyes out three, four times a day. Plain water, nothing sexy. Just, you know, rinse your eyes out. Number two, I'm a big believer in this honey theory. You take the honey mm -hmm. from the area that you're living in, and that gives you some semblance of antibodies. And then the last thing is this nasal wash. You know, you should be washing out. You know, where, where do the allergies come from? They come up your nose, right? So if they're going to come up your nose, you know, wash out your nose. Now, it's kind of disgusting to get those nasal sprays. I mean, I don't think it's great. But on the other hand, I think that the nasal sprays make a huge difference in terms of uh, keeping the allergy content out of your bloodstream. So those three things. And then, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a Claritin every day when you wake up. What are the? What about these things they call, what is that, a neti pot to flush out your nose? Is it, is that, does it help you? Is, it, is that good, Doc? It, works, it yeah. works tremendously. I got one. Well, that's just what, just what we're talking about. You know, yeah. we're talking about getting... So what's about, you know, you, viral content in your nose, right? The stuff gets in your nose. It's floating in the air. It's everywhere. And then it gets in your nose. So if you can use a neti pot or nasal spray, you know, nasal wash, all those things decrease your viral content. Now, the problem is, or not the problem, but the issue with those is you got to do them every, every day. You can't neti pot just when you're having a bad day and you're sneezing. You want to clean out that allergen content every day. So in times like the spring when you know the allergies are just going to suck, you got to start out early. Doc, yesterday then, was... Then, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, then, you know, and swab your nose. You know, <laughs> get a little Q-tip and some alcohol and clean that stuff out. Mm -hmm. Doc, yesterday was April 20th, 420, the unofficial <laughs> marijuana holiday. I know that you are a, a big proponent of the medical benefits of marijuana. What do you think is the best medical benefit of marijuana? Well, you know, I, I don't think... I, I think if anything is an under... Um, investigated and underutilized and i'm not telling everybody listening to go out and you know get a one hitter and go crazy i'm just telling <laughs> you there are huge medical benefits to marijuana huge and i think you know for people that have sleep disorders you can take all the sleeping pills you want nothing's going to work as well as five milligrams of a little whatever gummy bear number two i think that neuropathy people that have peripheral neuropathy I think it works unbelievably well. You know, we all know about seizures. It's probably one of the better things we can do for kids with seizures. So there's just a number of things, diseases out there. The real truth of the matter is we're under-researched, and we have to understand what the benefits are, and then we got to get rid of the stigma. Mm. You know, I'm not, I don't care if you smoke weed or not. I mean, it doesn't make any difference to me. But, oh, no, I died. 
<laughs> Your car did? No. Um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I got it. Um, <laughs> made a right turn. Anyway, I don't care if you smoke weed or not, but what I would tell you is, you know, don't discount the medical benefits of it. You know, that, that that's a mistake. Doctor, I believe we got Valdez on the phone. Go ahead, Valdez. Well, okay, thanks. thanks. Hey, Doctor Rick. Yeah, Doctor Rick. Oh, what is a better uh, a better drink to hydrate with, the Pedialyte or Gatorade or some other sports drink? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. You know that is actually a very insightful question. So, Pedialyte's a great rehydration drink. You have to dilute it, and if you dilute it, it it's it's a good deep, it's a good rehydration drink. For those of you who drank Pedialyte, it's kind of nasty. And it's been a hard sell in 36 years of doing this. Um, so I'm kind of a fan of electrolyte replacement using Powerade, Gatorade, and sort of those. And then I believe you should get a hypertonic supplement, put it in your Powerade, Gatorade, which increases the absorption and actually the, the percentage of water you're getting. You can get those online, the little tablets. They're not salt pills. But they hyperconcentrate the water and... It's better absorbed. I think if you're puking and you're sick to your stomach, you drank too many beers, whatever you did, and you got a hangover, Pedialyte's your drink of choice. My guest tonight, of course, every Thursday night, the one and only Dr. Rick Neiman. Talcum powder. <laughs> you never talk about women that have gotten cancer. There's a lot of lawsuits. Mm -hmm. Can it ever affect a man? You know, another really, really good question. I believe, so So let, let's just walk this back for a second. You got two things. You got talcum powder and you got cornstarch. And, and cornstarch is a natural, you know, from corn. There's no talc in it and totally safe. So anybody out there that's just dying to use whatever, go get some cornstarch. You can put aloe vera in it, put it, whatever, whatever it comes in, but, but safe. Talcum powder is a different deal. Talcum powder has a negative ill effects. One, there's a genetic component to it. So when you talc, there's a genetic component to it. The second thing about talcum powder, which is a real problem, is if you inhale it, it will give you lesions in your lung. Mm. So it's not, it's not just the, 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 you know, these people getting these cancers. So, yes, men can talcum powder much less likely because the surface area is much less where you're mostly putting it. But, again, we've seen a lot of people that have had different kind of blebs and issues in their lungs, you know, because they're using it and they're inhaling a little bit of it. So, again, anybody listening out there, and I don't even know if talcum powder is still out there. It shouldn't be. No. But use your corn starch all you want. Uh, Dr. Rick Lehman, we're going to take a quick time out. Can you hold on? Because I've got some other questions. I've had doctors tell me this, this week, you got bad feet, you can soak them in Listerine, things <laughs> like that. Who lives longer? Think about this. Black people or white people? We're not going to go to Asians because we. I think they live the longest. I want to get you up. <laughs> yes, My goodness. You know, Dark. All right, well, we're going to take a time out. <laughs> we'll be back. That keeps you listening to the show. But you're going to live along if you're a brother, if you're a white brother. Who lives the longest? This portion of the show has been brought to you by Snooks. They've lowered the prices on over a 1,000 items for good. They got fresh ground beef, meat, Cut by the butchers every day. Snooks, the friendliest stores in town. We'll be right back.
back to the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Hello, I'm Charlie Tuna. As on my radio show, my Motown show, Magic Says, I'm still the world's sexiest talk show host all over the world. Matt Burgess here tonight, Tom Wiley, Joe Davis, yes. having a good time. And my man, the $6.5 million man, he gained .5 last night. Dr. Rick Lehman's ready. Dr. Rick, you ready for these? Because you know you have some great questions all the time when you're on with Frank and I. I'm ready. Okay, who lives longer? Asian people? Okay, I bet I got to say my daughter get mad at me. African American, <laughs> what you call African American? What is it? I don't know what the hell we are. Afro-American people. I don't know what we are anymore. I used to, when I was born, we was yeah, colored. Then we were Negroes. I don't know. <laughs> okay, who lives the longest? Asian, black people, or white people? Who lives the longest? So, so Asians live the longest by quite a bit, and and that's led off by mostly Japanese. Um, life life expectancies are long. Uh, the next longest across the board. So, so you you have to kind of define if you're talking about Americans or you're talking about international. So American, American. Amer- oh, go ahead. So, you do it. You're the doctor Go ahead. On that. Go so, ahead. so Americans, um, white people live probably about 1.2 to 1.5 years longer than, than African-American Americans. And across the board, uh, black people live the longest because you've got huge groups in, in Africa that have crazy long life expectancies. They have short, they have somewhat short life expectancies, but you have groups that have long life expectancies. But in America... It's a little bit longer for Caucasians. What's the, so what? So wait, wait a minute. Okay. You said Africans and black. What is the difference of why you live longer? Is it the diet? Hmm. Diet? Uh, if it's your heritage, what is it? I think it's probably, I think it's a combination. I think it's probably, I would say almost 100% environmental. You know, there's always this genetic, hmm. environmental, uh, yin-yang, and I think it's probably... Uh, primarily environmental, so it's probably somewhere between 80% environmental and 20% genetic. Now, you know, I got a lot of patients in my practice, and they're African Americans, and they're 85 and 90, and they're healthy as things. So, you know, of course, you look at this is a cohort looking at millions as opposed to this person or that person. You spending some time in Minnesota? I used to see all these stats that this state and that state. Minnesota and those colder states, they seem to have the longer uh, life expectancy. Why is that? Is that because of environmental or is it because of the cold or what, Doc? Well, you know, I, I think that most of those states are pretty healthy in general, and, and the southern states are less healthy diet-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can, if you think about that, you know, southern states, more fried foods, foods aren't as good. Um, but I think also a lot of that's genetic up there because mm-hmm. you got, you know, most of those people are, whatever, Swedish, Nordisk, Nordisk, and, you know, they have long life expectancies and they're pretty healthy. I don't think you can allocate it just to the cold, but in general, I think those groups of people, you know, they're, they're pretty healthy and, and they have long life expectancies. Sweden, Norway, Finland, they have long life expectancies. What about Africans from Africa compared to American blacks? I'm not going to put in gunshots. And then, uh, compared to American blacks. <laughs> Africans compared to American black folks, who lives the longest? Well, you know, you have, you have two cohorts. So you've got, you know, some of these countries that have terrible disease, malnutrition, et cetera, darker, you know, we know the stories. And then you have countries where a lot of the, the 
groups are, you know, by themselves or walled off. They're really not in the mainstream, and they have unbelievably long life expectancy. So that that group has, so those people commonly live to 95, 100, 103, 105, and they're studied routinely. You know, I can't tell you how many studies I've read where someone will go out there and try to figure out what is the secret. So in those groups, those groups live, you know, if you take away the disease and the annihilation and all the bad stuff, they have long life expectancies. Doc, I always heard the reason why Asians live longer is because of all the fish they ate. Is there anything to that, or is that just an old wives' tale? No, I think that's right. I mean, so 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 let let's look at this. If you if you take the life expectancy, look at it, at Asians, and you you don't Americanize them, right? You don't bring them into an environment where they're eating fast foods. Um, you know, they're exposed to all the American negatives, pollution, etc. Their life expectancies are long. Why? Well, they're eating some carbs, eating a lot of rice. Everything they eat is fresh. No, no, nothing's processed. Eat a lot of fish. Very healthy omega threes, and they're generally thin. So, you know, perfect situation. What ethnic? And, and oh, you know, go ahead. What ethnic group, Doc? We talk about longevity. What ethnic group has the shortest of lifespans? Um. You know, well, American lifespans for the last two years have gone down. Um, I think there are European countries that have some of the shortest and some of the South American countries that have some of the shortest. Dr. Rick, uh, and I'm going to skip all over the place in a minute. Black <laughs> coffee. No, let, let's get back to my other thing. Have you heard things about you can soak your feet in Listerine? Sure. Is it astringent? Listerine's an astringent. So... You know, if you soak your feet in the stream, it's going to shut down uh, your vascular. It's like ice. It's an astringent. So, you know, there's probably something to it, and it's probably not a bad thing to do. I had a rash on my uh, leg the other day. I don't know where I got it from, and I had one before. And the only only ointment that I put on that that would get rid of it is my urine. What? You said that, correct? Yeah. What's it do? Yeah. Got acid in it. You, you got your own acid in it. So you, 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 you use your own, own pee on a, a sore that you had? That, that was a segment of Seinfeld that, not Seinfeld, but Friends, remember? The jellyfish. jellyfish. Well, yeah, Better. I knew that. And I, I know it's a TV show, but I used to get a, I used to get a rash when I was younger. And in school, my mother used to tell, go in the bathroom and pee on a towel. Heard about food for right? Yeah, and, 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 so it has the acid from your own oh. skin. Tofungus, that's too. Right? Oh, that correct, Doc? Yes. Well, it's uric acid. I mean, so, you know, it's going to have some curative effect. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, the more dilute your urine is, the worse it's going to work. If your urine's hyper-concentrated, it's going to work better. So, uh, you know, have at it. It will work. <laughs> what, what about, what about? and I feel funny doing it, but it sure healed me overnight. Mm. What about, have you heard anything about people drinking black coffee now? For, for, for in, in terms of what unhealthy, uh, I don't think it's unhealthy. Mm. Um, what I, thought. I, I really don't. I, I don't think it's unhealthy. Now, some people feel, you know, that, it, that it's unhealthy. Now, people went through this whole thing of black coffee and um, mid-chain amino acids and high fat nitro coffee, but I don't think coffee in in, in and of itself is a negative. I really don't. 
Doc, I'm reading that uh, foods that have the good cholesterol, they help ward off Alzheimer's. Have you heard anything about that? Foods that have high cholesterol? Good, the good cholesterol. Yeah. So, you know, so, so the theory is, and I think there's probably some truth to this. So if you look at diets, what are the, what are the diets that are the best thing if you want to ward off Alzheimer's? And it, it's been studied pretty extensively. And, you know, most people feel this Mediterranean diet. So that's a lot of olive oil, um, no red meat, um, just, just all the Mediterranean foods, lots of vegetables, um, high grain proteins. Pro- so, so unlike, you know, diets that have no carbs or allowed to eat carbs or complex proteins, and that's supposed to be the best diet. And the thought process is the high, the good cholesterol in olive oil is a benefit for your prevention you know, dementia, Alzheimer's, mm. senility, etc. So I think there's something to that. Now, whether that's going to be borne out, you know, long term, we're going to find out. But I'm I'm not sold that diet doesn't have something to do with the accumulation of these tau particle things. Doctor, my uh, daughter was at a convention today, and she said it was all female doctors, and they were told that when a woman has pain in a menstrual cycle. It's almost the same pain as having a baby. Have you ever heard that? Well, you, you know, I mean, you, you definitely hear that, right? That, that menstrual pain is terrible. Now, I, I, I don't know about having a baby. You know, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty rough ride. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, you hear about people, and it's variable. Some women, you know, have menstrual pain and they have nothing. And then some women... You know, you hear, hey, like I have athletes, and they'll say, well, I'll be in bed for two or three days. I have heavy periods, blah, right. blah, blah. And we're just glad they're having periods. Like a lot of athletes, don't, women that don't have any periods. So, you know, that's a whole different issue. Is, that healthy? Is, that, healthy? Is that healthy for them to oh, have periods? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. There's Pro- nothing worse when they when they have, when you have an athlete not that, that's not having their period, they're predisposed to stress fractures. So, yes, it's oh. healthy. Wow, I didn't know that. Back yeah. to Back to our side of the the diamond, the male. Um, I was telling the gentleman about my underwear, my recently purchased underwear, and that they keep me super dry. And I was thinking about that and jock itch. What is jock itch, Doc, and how do people get it, and what can they do to prevent it? Well, you took a good step. So it's a fungus, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's a fungus, and we all know that if you get, uh, you know, if you stay a little wet down there for whatever reason, and that could be sweat. That could be, um, you know, you, you have a little moisture from whatever. Um, then, then that's going to increase. And it's no different than your toes. Believe me, it's the same same fungus. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to grow, whatever you want to call it. And 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 this fungus, uh, tinea, uh, is going to is going to grow, and it's going to be very painful. And it's going to give you a rash. Blah blah blah. So what can you do? Well, we were talking about it a minute ago. You can throw. A little cornstarch on there, that's going to help you. Um, comes in spray and, tow- and, and powder. But the best thing you can do is buy good underwear. Now, good underwear is expensive. Yes, sir. But, yep. but, but, but really good underwear will prevent you from, you know, dry wick you, and, and you won't have a problem. And I think that's a, a very good use of, you know, 25 30 bucks. Doctor, what <laughs> is – I heard this term also, because before you come on, I do a lot of research. What about polio? Is it coming back? Is it prevalent again? So, so you know, that's a really, really good question. So, you know, polio was wiped out, 
And then what you had is you had a group of people, for some reason, you know, we'll call them anti-vaxxers, for lack of a better term, and they decided that, you know, all these vaccines caused autism, mm. which is, is, is probably not true. And so what happened was you, you had a whole cohort of kids growing up, and they no longer were, were vaccinating, right? And they weren't vaccinating because of this, you know, anti-vaxxer theory. And so what, what, what kind of ended up happening was you're starting to see a recurrence of some of these diseases that we never saw before. So we never saw any of these um, diseases that we're starting to see again. So, yes, I think we're going to start to see um, not a lot, but, but an increase in some of these diseases that were completely eradicated in the past. Doc, you brought up autism, and I think most people, their first exposure to it was probably the movie Rain Man. And now it's a lot more, well, seriously, like no one knew what it was. They watched Rain Man, and then there's like, well, this is the first time I ever heard of it. Now, you know, there's a lot of people who have kids that have it. It's called a spectrum. Is there something to where there's more kids that have autism, or it's just that now we have a wider understanding of it? You know, that, that, I, that that's a tough question because I, you know, there's a lot of diseases out there, ADHD, you know, mm -hmm. ADD, right? I mean, you know, when I was a kid, they said you had ants in your pants. Well, that's probably was <laughs> kind of the same thing, right? You know, you were a little hyper and you were jacked up and you were all over the place. And so based on that, you know, you probably had AIDS, you know, now we have a disease name for it and drugs for it, et cetera. So I think a little of that, um, you know, being on the spectrum, Asperger's, a nerd, uh, introverted, whatever, and then when you get to the far of the spectrum, you know, you can't converse, you might be a genius, but, you know, you just like Green Man, you keep saying the same thing over and over again, and you're, you're really not functional. But if you're given a task, you're amazing at the task. So I think, I think you know, my personal opinion is all the toxins in the environment have increased the incidence of spectrum diseases. I don't think it was as prevalent, but I think it was out there. We just really had no, I think mm -hmm. you're right. I think, you know, um, Dustin Hoffman figured it out and, and, and we, we, we really didn't know what that was and we couldn't treat it anyway and we still can't treat it. So I think it's a little of both, but I think the toxins in the air and in the environment are going to increase the incidence of spectrum diseases as we go forward. This portion of the show is brought to you by Snooks and Dr. Ricks. Uh, Dr. Rick, before we go any further, Talk about your book. So everything's going pretty well. We had we've been, now been on two book tours, uh, How to Raise an Athlete, and we've, we've, we've done very well. Um, it's been picked up by some national uh, groups, athletic directors, national athletic directors and coaches. So working on our second book, and, um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of stuff out there. I mean, today, I don't know if you guys saw it, but – came out that a uh, slew swimmer committed suicide and they oh. noted the number of suicides that have occurred on the slew campus in the last, I think, two months. And I think this is everywhere. And, you know, I think we can look at things we've talked about before, Naomi Osaka. Mm -hmm. So the mental health component, I did a podcast uh, Tuesday um, with a kid who was an 800-meter Olympic kid um, from Utah who tried to kill himself and he was very candid and then came out today that um, uh, Pam Shriver, who was a professional tennis player back in the day, mm -hmm. had a sexual relationship with her coach. So, you know, there's a lot of content. From was the coach book. a man or a woman? 
The coach was a man. She's okay. a woman. And 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 not not to not to not to be anti HIPAA, but I know Pam used to play for the the tennis team here, the world team tennis team here. So I had some uh, contact. I know I don't wouldn't say I know her well, but I, I kind of know her. And uh, very sweet girl, very bright. Really? And, she works for uh, ESPN. Yep. She works for ESPN, and I think everybody was a little shocked, mm-hmm. you know. And and but this is very common, uh, and and happens all the time. And I think these coach uh, athlete relationships. There was a very famous case uh, in St. Louis where one of the tennis coaches, and I'm not going to mention his name or her name, had a had a relationship. She was 15, and uh, they got caught in the parking lot of Frontenac Plaza. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went to jail, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, what's the bottom line? The bottom line is I think there's a lot of stuff that goes on out there that no one really wants to talk about, and I think the second book will be pretty good. Good. Do you think that it's a lot of individual sports where you're seeing a lot of this? Do you think it's because it's, it's the hours of practice and it's solitary? It's just you and the coach and that's it. Where, like, right now we're watching a basketball game. If you're a basketball player, you've got the team and uh, you've got your teammates around you and other coaches you think that's what it is, a solid, the, the, the isolation of the individual sports? You know, I, I think it's the travel, it's the isolation, mm-hmm. it's the one-on-one, right? I mean, you, you know, you're with that person, you're on the plane, you know, you're, you're both staying in the same hotel room, you're together all the time, uh, you become more and more familiar. But, you know, we can't forget Jerry Sandusky and some of the other yeah. uh, team sports that have had uh, a little bit of a black eye. So, but I, but I think it's... You know, if you think of the relationship, you got, you know, an older, usually man, and you got a, a very athletic female, and the female looks up to the coach. So, they're, you know, it's almost like, a, 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 a you know, someone who's a father, uh, you know, like a priest kind of situation. And so you, you're, you're taught to respect that person, and then they start to show you uh, some affection, and, yep. you know, it's a bad situation. So, you know, I can see how it happens. Uh, and I just think, you know, you got to be careful. Team sports are just as bad, too. Yeah. I remember in the NFL, that was the decree that came down years ago that the football players could not talk or mess with the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time, Doc. Oh, you can't have a – well, well I, know a story, I know a true story that has happened in several NFL teams, and I know everything <laughs> about them. But it, it's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, Doc. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know. I mean, and 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 just just think about it, right? You, you don't really have a social life. You're a professional tennis player, professional golfer, swimmer, whatever it is, one on one. You don't really have a social life because you got practice in the morning at seven o'clock or six o'clock, and then you got this, and you got that. Coach is always around, and he's traveling with you all the time. So, I mean, I I think it is going to happen. Now, I think some of the cases. You know, there were some famous hockey coaches, and mm-hmm. Tommy will know yeah. these, these situations. Yeah. And, you know, and, and when it happens, it, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> um, but you can see how it happens. Doc, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to probably piss you off and everybody in this room. <laughs> it don't happen to black kids that much. It did it in Michigan. Uh, don't happen to black kids that much. You're just picking up one school. Don't happen to black kids. I'm talking <laughs> about all over the country. I just bring you one up. one school. Okay. Um, and I'm telling you why. I, something about black kids, if you do anything to us wrong, we're going home that same day and tell mama. Am I right, Joe? No, you're about right. I'm right. That, now, it happens, but I know it happened in Michigan, but it's okay. definitely going to happen anywhere. But when it comes to black folk, they're going to come out and tell mom and dad. Uh-huh. 
right away. I'm not. You don't have to answer that or not. Matter of fact, you don't have to answer it at all. <laughs> hey, well, you know what though? I think that's that's Go a ahead. good lesson. Huh? That's a good lesson. Yeah. Right? yeah. Go home and tell. That everyone should take that. Every white kid and every Asian kid and every whatever kid should take that we, home. We'll take it home. Something to you or you're you're not comfortable. Go tell whoever. Tell your tell your mother. I, I see your, it. You know. I see it. I see it. When I was old, I'm old. So I came along. My young my young daughters and their friends. Mm-hmm. If something goes wrong, mm-hmm. they my daughter has told me. She said we have white kids in school. That uh, won't say nothing. I wasn't until we eighth grade till my mom let me spend the night at people's house. Right. She said, really? I don't know who lives there. I don't, I don't know who they're living there. You sure can. All the time. But yeah. you're right. Darkest of learning is I know Michigan we had that up there, but that's that's just one situation. Speaking speaking of learning, make it quick. This week I, I was just gonna say real quick, Shaq Impossible. came out and said that Simone Biles, he had some of the same mental issues that Simone Biles has had. Uh it's a good thing, Doc, that these guys are coming out and saying these things and making uh, your head health a lot more prevalent. Well, so so I, I would recommend everybody listen to my podcast. It's Core Physical Therapy. It was last week. Uh, the kid's name is Bryce Nichols. He's 800-meter kid, and it's an amazing podcast. It has nothing to do with medicine. It's all mental health for athletes, and he started his company is Mental Health for Athletes. But look at all the, you know, you, you know you're supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to say anything. Etc. You got Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka. You can just go down the list, and 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 you know they have the same mental health issues. Um, basketball player, uh, love um, uh, the white kid. Kevin Love basketball. Yeah, Kevin Love. I mean, <laughs> there's just so many, and 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 if there's that many that have come out and you've seen it, just how many haven't well, said word because. Go ahead. It's just like some players being gay. They ain't coming out. And a lot they of players. Don't be ashamed of, of it, though. A lot of people that are, have mental problems won't come out also. Matter of fact, they're more ashamed of it than the gay That's people sad. are. I agree. So, so, to your point, go home and tell your folks. Tell, tell them. If you think something's wrong, it may not be wrong. But check it out. Are they come back a second. You're not a doctor. Please, Tom. But if you don't feel right, Charlie. Please, Tom. Let, let the man answer the question. <laughs> oh, my God. Let the man talk. I wish you'd come back, Doc. Dr. Rick, oh, my God. Dr. Rick, you said the end of that podcast is core physical? C-O-R-A, physical therapy. Um, and, and it's uh, mental mental health. I mean, it's, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was an eye-opener for me. And the kid was amazing, 800-meter hmm. uh, kid, and he just talks about depression. You know, he wanted to kill himself in high school. I mean, you'll hear the whole thing if you listen to it, but uh, not very long. And it's just it just tells you that, hey, we all got mental health. There's a lot of mental health issues out there. We all have a country. We all have and, Right. And, and we haven't done a good job in treating it, And number one. And number two, you know, I, I used to have a buddy of mine. Who is an Olympic doctor needs to say there's two kind of people. There's people that have struggles and there's liars. Doctor, got two more questions. What's the healthiest nation? Wow, the healthiest nation. I would say probably right now the healthiest nation is probably Sweden. Um, those, those 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 Nordic countries. You know, they eat well. They have. They're just you know they're a little ahead. Maybe Israel, Sweden, one one of those countries. All right, Doc, health tip of the week. And I'm leaving when you All do right. those. Come on. All right, go ahead, All Doc. Right, we'll go out together. All We're right. going out together. Because <laughs> we got a crowd out here now. I'm afraid. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the health tip of the week, and, and, and this What's is uh, something we, we, we really need to re- we really need to start thinking about, and that is everybody out there, you know, who's got a little whatever rumble in their stomach, a uh, little extra peptic acid, needs to be on a probiotic, and the studies are showing that these probiotics probably make a big difference in you know preventing possibly ulcers, increased gastric. Uh, gastritis or inflammation in your GI tract. So for everybody out there that eats a pizza and got that little upset stomach or, you know, had some quote-unquote allergies to food, step up and try a probiotic before you do anything. Dr. Rick, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure. You know, the questions are not going to be like daytime questions. It's all, <laughs> it's all about that. We'll see you live next week, maybe? Yes, sir. All right, Dr. Rick, have a great weekend. Thank you. You guys take care. Dr. Rick Lehman, just unbelievable. Uh, I, I was just told, too, by Amron, we're going to go back on the road in May. Hey, all right. We've got remotes nice. again. Yeah, Snooks, we're not. Oh. As, as of right now. Man. We're going to take a, a good thing. Use some fried chicken. <laughs> all right, folks, don't forget about the Snooks Rewards program. Simply go up to the store. When you check out, when you check out, it's Snooks. You punch in your phone number right at the checkout counter, and the lady will say, or man will say, you got $10, so you want to use it? Eh, damn, I only brought $5 with me. There you go. You save a lot at Snooks. I use the Snooks Rewards every, I mean, so I go to Snooks right now probably every other day. I love it. And if you go on Snooks, Tom, I know you do the same thing. Save them up. Save them up. We'll be right back. The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Welcome back to the Schnook Studios. Matt Berger, Tom Wiley, Joseph Maurice Davis, and this, this young gentleman right here. It's I think called a, I think the show a, is called the Charlie Tuna Show, not the Snook Show, okay? You didn't mention my name. All well, right. that's because oh, yes. the bumper says, welcome back to the Charlie Tuna Show. got to do it. <laughs> that's the reason why I don't say it. Because right, the go. bumper just said Anyway, uh, I completely forgot that Alex Rodriguez was part owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves until yeah. they showed him on the sideline yeah. was it, of the game. Was yeah, his girlfriend there? Uh, I just saw him. Oh. The Utah Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I completely, I completely, yeah, minority owner. And beast mode is the Kraken. 
<laughs> yeah, he owns part of the hockey team. Well, he, it, he and uh, uh, Macklemore. If you get to see uh, uh, A Rod's new girlfriend, she puts J- she puts J Lo the same. Yeah, I, mean, I think to shame. I mean, he's A Rod. I'm sure yeah, that he's yeah. not going to be out there. He with went that. out with Tori Wilson. Remember her, the wrestling. Oh, chick. the woman from uh, the WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. she's cute. Let's head to the phone yeah. lines, and D joins us. D, how are you? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Death to the Lakers. Oh, hey, no, uh, yo, bury them, man. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yes, sir. I believe you and Charlie and the rest of America were telling say? me that. Uh oh. Here we go. KD was going to put up 40 points Celtics. on my Celtics last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celtics look good, man. They look good. The Celtics look really good. It's only two games, though. I mean, it's only two games. You know what? I'm glad you said only two games because everybody I heard today was burying the Yeah, it's only two games. I'm sure there's still a series left. come down 2-0 before multiple times. Yeah, it's not a series. But you're right about that, D. He did not look good. I, I will say I'm not writing them off. Them they down. should get at least a game. They should get at least a game. But hey, yeah, at least a game. But but you got to realize this now. You, you're looking at the point where they have to win this game three. Yes, Saturday. yes, absolutely. If they, don't, yeah. if they don't, they stand a chance of getting swept because all it takes is one, one bad right. bucket or anything in that game four. Even if um, Scary Boy come back, it don't make a difference. Uh, it's true. Steve Nash needs to do some coaching. That's yeah, sure. he does. I mean, he never should have been hired to be the head coach to begin with. Yeah, Steve Nash. I love for that to come back. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. That, when why, when, when, when he got hired, Steve Nash is terrible. On the slop, I said Steve Nash wasn't a coach. Yeah, you can tell they have no offense. He can't coach a lick. The no, he's, give KD the ball, only reason he got the, the job was because of Durant. Yep. He got him hired. Yep. That was it. Was it. Wasn't Kyrie involved with that, too? No, 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 okay. no. Durant. No, no, no. I thought it was Kyrie Durant that got him hired. He's a terrible, terrible coach, oh. and it's showing up right now. Bye. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right about that. Go ahead, D. Yep. Yep. That was pretty much it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to you know, put that Boston Celtics <laughs> sign out, you know, since since uh we since we using that, that Raptor call. That rafter called the Lakers flag. We're using that right now. <laughs> Watch out for the leprechaun. I'll tell you what. Uh, thanks for the call, D. Have a great weekend. Um, hey, Al Horford even looks good. Yeah, he does. <laughs> if. If the Nets fail to make it out of this round, that's, what, three years in a row that they yeah. really haven't achieved the yeah, primary first year, objective? Katie didn't play at all. Second year, they were in and out the lineup. This is really their first real year. Yeah, and it's not even a full year year either. Shot, yeah, they'll get another. But Steve Nash has been terrible. Well, Steve Nash is probably going to get fired. Yes. Yes. If no they lose, no matter how far sure. they go. Well, I mean, okay. Unless but, they win the championship. If they, if yeah, they win the title, he's not going anywhere. But if they go to the finals and lose, he'd be I don't know. I think if he, maybe if he, gets to the, uh, if he gets to the NBA finals. He's got to show me something. Yeah, like well, no I mean, coaching. There's zero coaching. He, he's not making any adjustments. None. Zero. None. Yeah, you you got to make it easier for KD to get open. Like no no off ball screens, no nothing. Just a straight pick and roll every single time. Give KD the ball, and that's the offense. Now I'm going to say awesome. some. Now I'm going to say something you're going to agree with. Hmm. If LeBron James had the two games that Kevin Durant oh, had the past two him. games, they'd be killing him. My God, Skip Bayless had to call yeah, the doctor be because him. it'd be it'd be four it'd be the four hours and Damn. it still hasn't gone down. Couldn't even put LeBron and Michael Jordan in the same sentence ever again. That's what everybody would be saying. Exactly. Yeah.
The, the conversation is over. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. You're so right about that. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, KD's been absolutely awful. It, There's it, no excuse. It seems like Durant always kind of gets a pass. Zero points in the second half? Yeah, he does get a pass. And he's done a lot of like things where... I guess people did harp on him when he left OKC, but you would think he'd still be a villain and be getting excoriated for how he's been so bad. He's been awful. He's been terrible. Terrible. Like he's not even terrible. close to be good. Yeah. I'm wondering like, like just straight punked. Like like Kendrick, oh, like Kendrick Perkins said, he's actually looks like he's getting punked out there a little bit. Well, yeah, because I mean, that's always been the best way to defend Durant was to be more physical with yeah. him because he's I mean he's a tremendous scorer. And he's he can foot. shoot over you. Yeah. He's going to shoot over you, but if if you kind of knock him around a little bit, he throws him off his game. Come on, but the Celtics don't really have nobody like that that should be able to do that, really. Mm, I mean, Tatum's he's he's Durant, long, Durant, he's big, but they're Durant not as taller. They're not taller physically. Yeah, Durant is taller than what Tatum is, but Tatum's a bigger guy. He is, but they're not like overly big. Like they're not like no, oh my not goodness, like the, these the guys are from huge. The 90s. Yeah, like they shouldn't be bullying him like he's getting bullied right now. I mean, you see Kyrie's making it work. Yeah. Put up, besides last night, he didn't have a great game. No, he did. The fourth, but, quarter, the fourth quarter, I, I have terrible. no they idea how horrible. they blew that 17-point lead. No how do you blow a 17-point exactly. lead when you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Awful. Terrible. It's inexcusable. It really is. It's, it's it really inexcusable. Because that, that first half of that game, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. It's like, yeah, they're back. It's a wrap. And then and if you, zero like, adjustments. If the Nets don't make it to the finals, they have to at least make <laughs> it to the finals. <laughs> if the Nets don't make it to the finals... Then this this uh, this little project they have was a failure. Failure. It's a failure, and to me, it makes me appreciate what they did in Miami and what they did in Golden State. How they made even it more. work. Yeah. How you made it work. Just because you're forming Voltron, it doesn't mean that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Someone has to step aside. Someone has to play that Batman. I mean that that Robin role. Someone has to be Batman. Someone has to be Robin. And if you guys don't get that going, then it's never going to work. Chris Bosh said it best. You don't know the sacrifice you're making until you're making it. Yeah, I'll make that. Chris Bosh made the biggest sacrifice. He made Jeez. the biggest sacrifice. Made it work. And I still would like to know, I and mean, we never mm-hmm. will because of uh, the blood clots that he formed, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering how that Miami Heat team would have looked Ooh. with just Wade and Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was looking good. He was looking, he was looking really, really, really good. good. 24 and 10, like really good. Yeah, he was. Old Raptors form. Well, well, I mean, and now we'll never know. But uh, And I'm glad he retired because I did not want to see him collapse on the court. And that would have been terrible. Yeah, that no, been no awful. One or die in a plane. Yeah, that too. The flying's the worst part. Um, hearing about Dwayne Haskins and yeah. the whole thing's kind of, it's odd. Going to get gas. The vehicle ran out of gas. I mean, it's just. I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, hey, listen, I don't, I'm not in his, was in his predicament or whatever with the gas. And, but I mean, how many times have you seen anybody really run out of gas anymore on the highway? All the time. Really? All the time. I see it all the time. Too. Where? Yeah. On the, usually on the interstate. But, but I don't know what he was driving. I don't know if he had a rental car, but you call somebody and they'll yeah. come and put it in there. I mean, he's not a Triple A or one of these roadside service things. I mean, if you have one of those, sure. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, if he had a rental car, I'm sure he did. Oh, I because he was out of, he, from he out of town. town. Well, he wasn't far from his house. I thought. Oh, I don't know. It's it's sad all the way. It's around. all just around. just tragic. It really is. I I can't believe it. Uh, one week from the day, gentlemen, is the NFL draft where every team is going to get their shiny new toys. Doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it at all. You know, it really doesn't. And I think that's the, the reason why there 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 aren't any real sexy picks. Yeah. 
I don't even know what city it is in this year. It's in Vegas. Vegas, Vegas. yeah. That's crazy. It's in Vegas, and it's like... It's in uh, Vegas. They're expecting 600,000 people to be at the draft. That's crazy. 600,000? I know people going to Vegas next week, and they don't even know. They're going going for the Rue Paul drag show. They have no idea there's the draft going on. They're going to be so mad. It's going to be like that. Where's that at? Uh, It's in Vegas somewhere. Okay. It was like that year where they had the draft That's in uh, they had the draft in Nashville, <laughs> and there were all these bachelorette parties who were yes, I remember that. Talk they, about they had no that. idea the NFL draft was going to be there, and they, it was funny. it was super crowded everywhere they went, and they just you know on Facebook or Twitter or whatever just bitching left and right about it. Talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. spectrum seriously, the RuPaul drag show in the NFL, and the, in the NFL, NFL draft. draft. Holy smokes, what a combination! <laughs> That's, that's going to be something. You see maybe a couple of fist fights breaking out because uh, of that. Let's make it hit with a high heel or something. Fishing. Listen, some of those dudes that drag, there's some big-ass dudes right. that do that that, that uh-huh. can throw down, man. Get you're right. I ain't messing with Get no drag queen. Lady. Yeah. They got, if you're going to dress like that, you better learn how to fight. Yeah, I ain't, dra- I ain't messing yeah. with them. You're right about that, probably. You better learn how to fight. Beat up. Uh, Chris Middleton, a sprained MCL. He is going to be out at least for the rest that of hurts. this series. Yeah. Milwaukee, the reason why, I mean, there, there's many reasons why they won the title last year, but the biggest reason why is because they were healthy. Yes. If they aren't healthy this year, they lose no. Chris Middleton. It's going to be tough, especially the way that the Sixers are playing. The Sixers are looking really yeah. good. I mean, if and Boston. the Chicago Bulls, now all you got to do is focus on Giannis. Yes. Like, now all we got to do is try to contain Giannis because no one else is going to get a bucket for you. Yeah, you, you really Drew Holiday's not, Holiday not dropping 30. No. no. He plays some great defense, but he's not dropping thirty. Yeah, that, that's not that's not why Drew yeah, Holiday's there. Exactly. Demar, Demar Derozan may drop forty again, and no three pointers. Yeah, it's wow. amazing. The first one to do that since no, Michael yeah, Jeffrey yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. that's Bulls fans are crazy. They're Bulls gonna, fans they're gonna are put crazy. so much pressure on themselves for no reason. They're kind of right. They're, they're, I would say they're up there with Knicks fans, but they're kind of close. They get there, yeah. They, get, they there. get there. The last time they got up there was with uh, with Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, yeah. They were yeah. so excited, and then it all fell apart. I remember when um, it was like when the, the, the Bulls, their best player was Nate Robinson going into the series. Yes, the heat. yes. And and they thought they had a chance. I would listen to, to ESPN 1000 in Chicago just to hear what they would have to say about the series. <laughs> And the advertisement was it's team it's team heat versus team heart. Yeah, exactly. You know, they were going to outwill the heat, and you know, Yo Kim Noah and Nate and Nate, Nate Robinson, Robinson it done. Tosh Gibson. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that's going to get it team. done. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler even there yet? He may have been there, but just like fresh Jimmy. I Butler. think so. Yeah, like, like young, he, young, young. Yeah, um, that's what that's what I say about Tom Thibodeau, man. I mean, he can coach. He's going to wear your team out. Oh, he's going to wear you out. But We're playing all forty, he is going to squeeze every bit of talent out of that team because that series yeah. should not have been nearly as close as what it was. When you got Nate oh, Robinson yeah. as your best scorer, he his butt off on defense. He, 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 he coach, yeah, they're going to play hard. They'll put, they did they play hard. I mean, he <laughs> sounded like a. It's one like um, back in two thousand six between the Heat and and the Dallas Mavericks, Pat Riley sounded more like a boxing trainer than he did a basketball coach. Yes, he kind of threw the X's and O's aside, and he was just there, you know, Coaching like, hey, heart. yeah, yep. Yeah. He's like, hey, they're out there, they're against the ropes, they're weak. Go out there and finish them off. You're stronger than they are. You're tougher than they are. Go out yeah, there and know. kick their bleep. But it seems by the time you get to the finals, it just seems like those teams know exactly what everybody's running. They know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. So it gets so much emotion and defense. It's crazy. It's so much fun. I, I love NBA like, playoffs. When it comes to NBA coaches, it's not as much as X's and O's. They kind of already know how to play basketball. At least they should by the time oh, you get yeah. to that level. It's more about, you know, 
focused. Keeping them focused, <laughs> and then you know personnel. Yeah. You know who, who you play, how many minutes you play them. Lineup changes, stuff like that. Make sure everybody like it's more managing egos than right. anything else. Get somebody an easy touch when you see they're they're struggling. Steve said. Nash. These guys are yeah. kind of like a counselors, babysitters. Not, I mean, they coach a little bit, but it's not really. Like I mean, there, there is X's, coaching, obviously. Yeah. But X's, they're you know, assistant they, guys. They draw, they draw plays. Like when but, when Phil he had Tex winner. Yeah, yeah that, he was doing all his stuff. And that's what really put them over the top. But yeah, you're you're they really don't do much coaching. Let's head to the phone lines and John joins us. John, how Uh-oh. are you? Hey, how you doing? I heard that all oh, you have hey, Tuna's Tuna's gone, so be on your best behavior with us. Oh, okay. I'll try to behave myself <laughs> as best as I can. I don't I can't promise you anything. Hey, listen, uh who's that guy that always keeps saying death to the Lakers? Who's that guy? That's D. Uh, that's a, a loyal oh, yeah, caller, D. Oh, that's his name. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't I, Hey, uh, whatever happened to uh, do, uh, do, do the Blues have enough? Okay, they won the Cup in nineteen, right? How yep. many players are still left off that team? That, Just a handful: O'Reilly, Perron, Bennington. I think, uh, yeah, Bennington, Tarasenko, uh, Tarasenko uh, Pareko. Bra- Just Bra- maybe about Bra- maybe about eight Bra- or ten. Is it Sean? Braden Shen? Braden Shen? Yeah, Bozak. There's okay. a, maybe about eight or ten. Okay, so you think the Blues still have that capability to, to fall back on that experience? Absolutely. That yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now the newer guys, um, I mean, Richard Tom- what's the guy's name? The- Robert Thomas, Thomas. He was Robert- there in 19. Yeah that-, yeah, that guy's playing out of his mind. It's Insane. amazing how mm-hmm. good he's going to be. And I think he's even going to be even better uh, mm-hmm. once I think he might be a team captain down the road. But the with Cairo, what is his limitations? Why is he always good in some some parts of the game and then he disappears the rest of the game? I mean, is that yeah. lack of? I mean, he's still a young he's player. Like, he's still developing his game. Yeah, okay. yeah. He got he got off to a really hot start, made the All Star team, and he's kind of you know slowed down a little bit. But don't don't underestimate. Yeah. You know, one thing he's got that never goes into a slump, and that's speed. He's a super. Yeah, he's right. the fastest skater in the NHL. He won that contest. Right. And, you, so, and you are coming right. to the end of the season, so the, you, you are, are going to yeah. be a little low. And, and people okay. kind of know keep, his name now. Yeah, they key too. in on him too. Point, You're Joe. right, Joe. It now. Absolutely, yeah. Joe, the hockey guru over there. <laughs> he knows. He is. He's, he's learned. I'll he's listen. done great. He's listening. Okay, I got one. I got one quick follow. If Robbie Robbie Fabry doesn't get injured. Is he the same kind of player that Kairou is right now? Or no. That's a good question. That's what you know, they were no. hoping for, though. Yeah, but he wasn't. You're right about that. That's, that's he the was player they were hoping small. for. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty and I, small. And, and he was in, very injury prone. Well, okay. when you're small and you're playing a physical sport like hockey, you're yeah. going to be sure. injured a lot. But there's a lot of small guys that weathered the storm. So, yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He hasn't in Detroit either, All by right. the way. Yeah. And one more quick question. Uh, the Calgary's got their top line. All of them are going to be re- or released to or restricted. Yeah. Matthew Kachuk and, and Johnny Goodrow or whatever. Uh, is it possible Blues might make a run in one of those guys? One of those guys is going to make a, will make a team yeah. really good. I mean, Maybe. Uh, you think the, the Blues, if they can't get Kachuk, did they go out to that center, Johnny Goodrow? Johnny, Johnny Goodrow, yeah. Yeah, he scored like 100 points, and, and he's like a team leader, and he's really he a good player. I don't know. Do you think the Blues make a run at him if Tarasenko is not resigned? Thanks. They're gonna they're going to expect to get those two gentlemen in excess of nine million dollars, maybe ten million dollars a year. And that that is bonkers that, money for that, right. And that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna entail. Now, is can the Blues that, afford sorry. that? 
Is it that hot in Miami, or is he just getting rocked that bad? Did you just see the picture for the Cardinals? Bro? Yeah, I'm sweating. He was he was Cardinal red, his skin. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Is was... it that hot in Miami? Was he just that embarrassed by how <laughs> bad he was going to be? Oh, my well, you know, it's, it's, it's the Marlins. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's the humidity. Yeah, he felt uh, I mean, like, the, the, the fans are going to be campaigning hard for Matthew Yeah, Kuzup. they are. And it would be... I, I don't know how much money they'd have to move around mm-hmm. to get that nine million dollars within the, the salary cap, but it's going to be it would be a and, lot. I mean, that would I, be amazing. And, it's not going to happen. I, no, it's, <laughs> too good, is, too good to I mean, be true. Come and, on, and, you, be, to me, when you're in the cap sport, you want to put that. You don't want to allocate those kind of funds on right. one player anyway. You don't. And the, the teams that do that, and you've seen them in the past that have done that, have not been successful. <laughs> I.e. The Edmonton Oilers, Thank although you. they're pretty decent this year, and but in years past they put all their eggs in, as they say, eggs in one basket, and now and they're not they're you. not as competitive as some other teams that have guys that make four or five guys that make five million, six million dollars a year. Because eventually you will have to pay Robert Thomas, and, yeah. and, and if Jordan Cairo continues you, to ascend, you're going to pay him. You too. take David Perron off the books this this year, after this season. Next season, you you take O'Reilly and Tarasenko off the books, but do you want them to come back? They're all around 30, 31, 32 years old. It's going to be a big decision. I mean, uh, Perron's a little bit older than that, but those other guys are right around that early 30s uh, age range. It's going to be a decision that Army and the, and the Blues uh, hierarchy are going to have to make because they're, they're, they want to stay competitive. What are they going to do? I am ready for playoff hockey to start. It's it's the best time of year. It really is. 2019. You 2019 guys, was a lot of fun. It's it's and it's this year because of the late start. It won't get That's started cool. till almost May. But it's still it, it. Boy, I'll tell you what. If you guys aren't hockey fans, if you're up, you know, ten o'clock at night, and there's a game that's in double overtime and it's not even the blues and oh, you're watching it you will not see anything you'll more be tense. you'll be puckered so up. Intense, yeah. yeah, you'll be puckered up because it is really it's something and then. I mean, the longer it goes on, the more tense it gets, of course. But it's it's crazy hockey. It's it, it, I love it. It, it really is. I mean, like, that's what it is. You will not find anything more it's, intense. Than and intense. And sixteen, you got to win sixteen. So that's sweet. what everybody says. It's the hardest one to win. I don't know. You do in the NBA but, too. But I know. But. Hockey, yeah, hockey's a di- like, do but hockey's a bit different than the NBA. Yeah. It's more, yeah, the sport's the a physical, little more physical, but well, yeah. you also have more players, too. Um, and the way they do that travel at the end, it's 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. NBA adopted that a couple years ago. Did they? Yeah. Did they yeah. do that now? For the finals, yeah. Okay. Now the NBA, the first round used to be best of five. Yeah. yeah, and, and now it's seven. That like what mid two thousands, I believe. Yeah, seven. They they call that they call they, it, they call that the Laker rule because <laughs> they the NBA wanted the Lakers to at least make it to the finals, and there was all you know like the West was brutal back really? then yeah, with, you lose two games with, with the Blazers rap. and the Sacramento yeah, Kings. You lose and, two games, it's a rap. so yeah. they Spurs. they changed it from a best of five to a best of seven in the first round. Yeah, I remember uh, people saying that was the Laker rule because huh? they wanted to make sure I don't that. Blame them. It, you, it worked you, a little bit. You, quickly, you brought <laughs> up Shaq earlier. Yeah, um, I thought it was very. I, I had to, I didn't hear it, but I read what he had said mm-hmm. about how you know the past relationships. You know that it was yeah, his he's fault. come out. But you know with Penny Hardaway and with Kobe Bryant, and yeah. he goes and, and, and his with, wife and with his first wives. wife. Yeah, I'm like, I'll tell you what. I mean, that takes a lot. For he's a, a candid dude. Of I was your fault. You were. 
the great like everybody crowned you so early you were dominant you're in he LA said, I mean it's easy to get that ego alone in a, that's yeah. what, that, that, so I, easy to be an asshole and I'm sure Shaq still has that ego I mean he's he's always gonna yeah. have yeah. when you're when you're the dominant man I mean you're he does the general though so maybe he doesn't have that big <laughs> <of an> ego <laughs> Papa John's hey <laughs> they pay you you're gonna be off you're gonna oh, be on TV next to that Thanks. cartoon too. said he was <laughs> sitting alone in a 36,000 square foot house he was all alone but I, so, I thought I thought that was kind of refreshing good. to see refreshing. someone like Shaq say, you know what, it was all my fault. <laughs> my buddy just texted me. He kidding. lives in Florida. He goes, still an hour and a half until game time. Ouch for the Blues. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> and he's on Eastern time, so he'll really be up past midnight. He'll, he'll catch, wow, he'll catch so the highlights. <laughs> Special thanks to Dr. Richard Liebman for joining us earlier. bumping out there. Yeah, he really is. He is. Well, he's he's got the bass. The he's slapping the bass, man. He's got the lights and everything out there, man. He's like... Like seeing Kiss. Slap that bass. Uh, <laughs> four. Thomas Wiley, four. Joseph Davis, I am Matt Berger. This is the Charlie Tuna Show. We are live from the Snook Studios on 590 The Fan. 590TheFan.com. Everybody have a great weekend. Get a twerk fest going. Oh, yeah. Bye.